Welcome to the first broadcast of It's Just 10 Minutes. I'm your host, Mary Frazier, and I am so excited to begin this journey with you. Now, for a lot of us, life can just be hard. It can make us feel like we're going 12 rounds with Mike Tyson. I just want 10 minutes. I just want 10 minutes to encourage you on today so that you can live the life that God intended for you to live. So we begin this broadcast with a quick prayer. God, I thank you. I thank you for this time and this opportunity to share your word and to share you with others. God, I pray for everyone listening that something be said on this broadcast that will encourage them to help them make the very best of their lives. And we know that all glory and honor belongs to you. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. And now... It's just 10 minutes. For most of us, the beginning of a new year presents us with opportunities. For some, it's the opportunity to restart that healthy living plan we had given up on months ago. For others, it's the opportunity to start that new business or apply for that new job or the opportunity to embark upon the adventure of a lifetime. A new year allows us to wipe the slate clean, to begin again, to hit the reset button. And for some, that's all they need. All they need is for the clock to strike midnight on December 31st to signify the end of one year and the beginning of a new one. And then something in them just pops. All the lights come on and they spring forward into action. But for some of us, it's just not that simple. While we're excited by the prospect of a new beginning, we can't bring ourselves to embrace it. Why? Well, one reason could be fear. A new beginning, while filled with lots of great possibilities, it also comes with some uncertainty. And as humans, we are unnerved by uncertainty. I mean, we like our plans. We prefer to know every step of the way. And while that satisfies our human desire, we know that life really doesn't work that way. Life doesn't give us all the steps or the details of the plan. And even though we have this new opportunity, this clean slate, we can't fully embrace it because we fear what the future may hold. Fear will cause us to make excuses about why we can't fully invest in our new beginning. My money isn't right. It's not the right time. I'm not old enough. I'm not young enough. I'm not talented or educated enough. The list goes on and on. And before you know it, Instead of a spring in our steps, we end up wearing concrete shoes that weigh us down and keep us stagnant. We also tend to color the new beginning using the same brush from the old experience. Some of us, when we approach our new beginning, we tend to bring the failures of our past and project those things onto the new experience. Our old supervisor was horrible and we project those qualities on our new supervisor. Our last significant other treated us badly, and so now the new significant other is bound to do the same. The Bible tells us in Matthew 9 and 17, and I'm paraphrasing, but it tells us not to put new wine into old wineskins. Because if we do, then the old wineskins will burst from the pressure of the new wine. So when we bring our old baggage into this new experience, the pressure, it builds and eventually the old baggage bursts and the contents spill out all over our new experience. And instead 
of this new, exciting, clean slate, full of opportunity, what we're left with is a contaminated continuation of the past, and unfortunately, the same result of that past, failure. Beginnings are also uncomfortable. Beginnings, newness, it all requires us to do things that we have never done before, to get to the places that we've never been before. And I know it's been said before, but ships are safest when docked in the harbor. But that is not what ships were built for, and neither were you. Sure, the shore is safe. Sure, doing things the way you've always done them, yeah, that's comfortable. But we are built for greatness. We are built to do extraordinary things. We aren't built to just stand at the shore counting down the days. No, we are built to be in the middle of the action, making the days count. In Matthew chapter 14, right around verse 22, the disciples are in a boat when a storm arises. Now, many of the disciples were fishermen by trade, so for them being in a boat when a storm hits, that would seem normal. They are equipped to handle that. As a matter of fact, they only get scared when they see Jesus coming towards them on the water. They mistake him for being a ghost. And in the boat, they were in their comfort zone. They were in familiar surroundings. But then Jesus does something strange. He calls them. He calls them to get out of the boat and to come towards him. He calls them to leave what they perceived to be their comfort zone to come to where he was. And just as he called them those disciples some 2,000 years ago, he makes the same call to us on today. And that's what new beginnings are all about. The opportunity to step out of our comfort zone and to make a step towards the purpose that God has predestined for us. So how do we do that? How do we make the most of this new beginning? Well, first, we've got to learn to let go. Going back to Peter, who was the only disciple to heed the call of Jesus, when Jesus called, Peter had a decision to make. He could have stayed on the boat with the other disciples, but no, Peter decided to leave them in the boat and make his way towards Jesus. And in order for us to make the most of the new beginnings in our lives, we're going to have to be willing to let go of some people in our lives as well. Now, they aren't necessarily bad people or the relationship isn't necessarily toxic. But in order to make the most of our opportunity, this new beginning, the clean slate, we're going to have to separate from some people in our lives. And not only do we have to let go of people, but we also have to let go of those past failures. That baggage we talked about earlier, yeah, we're going to have to let that go. But not only the old baggage, but we're also going to have to let go of past success. Past success. Why would we let go of our success? Well, success creates comfort and beginnings are not comfortable. And sometimes when we hold on to our successes for too long, we never push ourselves to reach for more. We'll never push ourselves to reach for greater because success is satisfying. And when we become satisfied with just being good, then we'll miss out on an opportunity to be better. And when we become satisfied with just being better, 
then we will never ever reach to be the best. You want to get the most out of your new beginning? Let go. Then after you let go, embrace it. Walk into this new opportunity with your arms wide open, with your eyes open, with your mind open, with your heart open and receptive. But while we're being open, let's also be realistic. Look, I love to play golf. I'm I'm pretty good at it. And, you know, I have this opportunity to join a golf league, to play with some other ladies from around the Metroplex. It would be unrealistic of me to expect to parlay this golf league opportunity into playing golf on a professional level. That is just unattainable. But if I were to hold on to that unrealistic expectation, think of what I would miss from the golf league experience. I would miss out on networking with other women. I would miss out on being able to establish new friendships and relationships because my focus would be on making the professional ranks instead of just playing to get better and to form new relationships. And in the end, what would I be left with? Nothing. No professional golfing career, no new contacts, no new friends. The opportunity would have been wasted. Don't do that. Be realistic about your new beginning. Embrace it and keep praying. Remain prayerful. Even if you don't have every step, the more we talk to God, the more he will reveal in due time. Because sometimes our new beginning is just a step towards the bigger picture. It's not always the picture itself. Remain flexible. Don't get locked in on things happening only one way or or through one person or one avenue. It's new, which means there are lots of ways for things to happen for you. Just let God surprise you. And lastly, just do it. Go for it. Yeah, I know it's scary and it's uncomfortable. And yeah, you got more questions than you do answers. But do it. Take that leap of faith. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. It's a beginning, which means at some point it has to end. But don't let your end be a missed opportunity. Let your end instead be the opportunity that you maximize, no matter how it turns out. A woman of great wisdom that I know told me a few years ago that the wealthiest place in America was the cemetery. All of the ideas, the inventions, the callings, the gifts, the talents, the people died with never having used them. She told me, don't be one of those people. Be willing to leave the world emptied out of everything that God had given you. New beginnings lead to great endings. Take a chance. Take a risk. Embrace the newness of the day to become great. Join us on next week. You've got nothing to lose. It's just 10 minutes. We want to end this broadcast with an ending prayer. And Father God, we just thank you. We thank you for what has been shared on this broadcast, Father God. And I pray that for someone out there, that it has lifted them, that it has edified them, that it is empowered and inspired and encouraged. Father God, we thank you for this time. We thank you for 10 minutes. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be here every Thursday. Check us out on the World Wide Web at www.itsjust10minutes.com. You can also find, follow, and like us on Facebook and Twitter. You can subscribe to the podcast on the website or find us on iTunes, Google Play, and Blog Talk Radio. 
Thanks for listening. It's just 10 minutes. We'll see you next week.